Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, we're talking crypto today. Feeling a little better about the market because we see some good deals in stocks and crypto right now. We're going to talk all about it today and also focus on Bitcoin and crypto. So we're going to have a little fun. I'm excited. I know our guest is jacked. I'm Andy Gersher, and this is Gains. Our go-to crypto guy, Bill Uliveri, owner of Seneca Capital Management in Glenview. SenecaCapital.com is the website. That's C-E-N-A-C-L-E, capital.com. Bill, always glad to have you on the Gaines Podcast. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing great. I, I love love chatting with you, Andy. We could just go hour after hour after hour on every kind of topic related to finance. Always enjoy our conversations. And we're talking crypto today. And before we get started, give us the 30-second explanation primer on what Bitcoin actually is. Sure. Well, a, a 30 seconds or less. Well, basically, what blockchain allows us to do is create a fixed amount of digital goods. Up until now, we had the the world of the internet, right? We, and we could send cat videos and pictures and PDFs and JPEGs, an unlimited quality, an unlimited number of digital goods. Now we can create a fixed supply, uh, 23 issues or instances of a digital good where that's never been able to happen before. And why that's good is, again, because it secures and provides a provenance and security for digital goods and a fixed supply that has never been known before. So we're entering a whole new world on the Internet of money uh, where we can now send value using blockchain technology, which is what Bitcoin runs on. Bitcoin is, is the big the big daddy of them. You can make a case Ethereum and then the others kind of fall in line. And uh, Bill and I are going to focus on 
Bitcoin primarily here, but we can talk about other cryptos as well. Towards the end, I'd like to ask Bill where he's seeing value uh, in in the on the crypto chart and amongst all the different players. But uh, you know, it's been a big week for Bitcoin actually, and we got word this week that Fidelity is going to move forward to enable their customers to hold buy and hold Bitcoin in 401ks and investment accounts. Bill, that's a biggie. We initially talked about this on the noon business hour and really excited about it. And I want you to share that same optimism with the gains audience as well on how this is such a big deal. This is a huge game changer, in my opinion, hugely positive for Bitcoin. And I'll tell you why. This is just one person's opinion. So up until now, if you wanted to invest in Bitcoin, you could do it um, either individually, like using a cold wallet storage solution, you could use a, a regular wallet. But if you were an investor that wanted to have Bitcoin in your 401k or in your IRA, you could do that using, say, exchange traded funds. Uh, one of the symbols is BITO, which is a exchange traded fund. But what it does is it holds futures contracts that are traded at Chicago Mercantile. Or if you wanted to buy the Grayscale Bitcoin Invest, the Grayscale uh, Investments Bitcoin Trust, GBTC, that is like a closed-end trust that you could buy in a 401k or an IRA, which was self-directed. And one thing on the GBTC, that's one of the biggest players in the space as of right now. And just, just for the GAINS listener, again, the ticker on that, GBTC, that is a good way of getting exposure that's really well known. Go ahead, continue, Bill. Right. So there's always these, you know, there's always pluses and minuses, features and benefits and bugs. And the good thing about the the BITO ETF, B-I-T-O, is that it does really hold exposure to Bitcoin ETFs traded at the mercantile. The bad thing is that it doesn't hold true spot real Bitcoin, right? So let's go over to GBTC. GBTC is basically a closed end fund that can trade at a premium to net asset value or a discount to net asset value, depending on the optimism or pessimism of a particular asset class. Now, GBTC, the Grayscale Investments Bitcoin Trust, has gotten a bad rap lately because it's been trading so far under spot Bitcoin, the spot shares of Bitcoin. And so GBTC, the, you know, Grayscale has been petitioning the, the, exchange, the Securities and Exchange Commission in order to permit a spot ETF to be able to unlock this value that they have in their their trust fund. And I hope they're successful because, you know, I think they were a first mover in this area and they really do deserve to be able to convert their closed end fund into a exchange traded fund, which means it will rally substantially in order to, as the two prices merge. But I got off a little bit on a tangent, Andy, but let's get back to Fidelity. So why this is important is you can already buy Bitcoin in your 401k, self-directed. You can already buy Bitcoin in your IRA, traditional or Roth account. You can buy Bitcoin in any brokerage account. So that's not the big deal. What the big deal with the Fidelity announcement is, is they have a whole entirely different division called Fidelity Net Benefits. And what this means is, is if your employer that you work for has a 401k company and offers an employee benefit package like a 401k and it's at fidelity you'll now be able to make pre-tax contributions to your 401k in bitcoin 
which means that your employer, who's matching at 3 5 7% of your 401k matching contribution, that can be put into Bitcoin. So this is, this is really huge for the average worker, the average investor, who is already contributing to a 401k. Now they'll do it on the, for, they'll do it on the Fidelity net benefit side. And Fidelity so is the is, largest one. Fidelity right. is, you know, the largest in its space. And, and, and that's a great point. You can get exposure in the past. There's been, you know, you mentioned a couple of options and there's a variety of ways to get exposure to your, to your 401k, your investment accounts, mm-hmm. your retirement savings accounts. But this is in a situation where if your employer uses Fidelity, these are options that are going to come to you and you can actually benefit on the match. I think that was a great uh, point in all of this as well. Right. And there's a lot of tax benefits here. So just imagine uh, the company that I work for, I have a 401k, I'm putting in the maximum contribution you know, that, you, that I possibly can afford. And I dollar cost average you know, twice a month into my 401k plan. It could be Vanguard funds, it could be Fidelity funds, it could be American funds, a whole wide range of the thousands of mutual fund companies. But now Fidelity will offer the ability to buy Bitcoin. And what I think is going to happen is Fidelity has a custody side, a custodian side called uh, Fidelity Digital Assets, if I'm not mistaken. And what they'll do is they're going to hold the Bitcoin for you. Now that's not that's not a hundred percent spot on. Like I need to do do a little bit more research with that. But they are also a custodian in a trust company. So I don't see why they wouldn't want to actually buy physical Bitcoin, hold it within the confines of their digital custodian, and then that be part of the connection between the employer and Bitcoin. So the details are still a work in progress. We're not going to know for a few more months. But the funny thing is, and it's, it's not really funny, it's actually quite expected, is that Michael Saylor from MicroStrategies Company, MSTR, they hold thousands of Bitcoins, um, you know, billions of dollars of Bitcoin, I think, on their balance sheet. And so he's going to be the first one. He's already stated publicly, yeah, we're going to be able to, we're doing this for our, for our employees. So what he'll probably do is we don't know who his current 401k provider is if there's anyone listening who actually works for micro strategies let's hit me up and let me see your 401k statements because then we'll be able to determine um you know who there is it you know does he use like the adp or paylocity or paychecks like all these other people that provide payroll services in addition to um you know 401k platform and and so this is going to be an interesting transition as if this goes, if it really gets big, then you'll see other companies in the pooled 401k space, like, again, ADP, uh, you know, Paychex, Paylocity, maybe even Experian that does, I think, payroll services. So, Andy, this is one more big step of Bitcoin adoption, bringing it to the masses, bringing it to like a just set and forget. I suspect Fidelity will have what, you know, what if they just did target date retirement funds? When I look at this move. I mean, first of all, you have Fidelity, the nation's largest provider of 401k plans, getting in on this. There's still, if you look at the overall population of investors and retirement accounts, still a very, very tiny amount of us actually own or have exposure to Bitcoin. For us who are currently holding Bitcoin, just think of the Bitcoin price 
when this becomes widespread. I mean, there's only so much Bitcoin that's out there right now anyway, and explain that limited amount. And I see this as a huge game changer because if other 401k plans and other companies fall in line, and if it even doubles the number of people who are actually holding Bitcoin in their retirement accounts, just look at what that would do to the price. And just wait until this gets widespread and becomes a big thing, you could make a case for a million-dollar Bitcoin. You really could. So explain all of that. So I'm looking at the Fidelity website right now, Andy, if I could just stay on that subject for a second. So So Fidelity says, who do we serve? We help over 40 million people feel more confident in their most important financial goals, benefiting with their benefit programs for nearly 23,000 businesses and support more than 3,600 advisory firms. So again, 23,000 businesses, 40 million employees, employers, investment advisors, institutions, charitable donations, philanthropy. I mean, the fact that Fidelity is going to be offering this opens up a massive, massive, massive pool of people that have access to Bitcoin. And truth is, Fidelity actually puts a stamp of approval on it in many ways. I mean, there's many, many charitable organizations that use Fidelity for their, um, for their, to, to hold their investments for the, um, for their donors, right? And for their philanthropic goals, super, super big on that side. And we haven't even seen the philanthropy side even really toe dip into uh, Fidelity yet. And again, in 2018, four years ago, they created and opened their Fidelity Digital Assets, which provides products and services to institutions that want to invest in Bitcoin. And so I'm just I I can't even really think of bigger news uh, for the Bitcoin community than this by Fidelity, because, you know, soon it will be Vanguard and then soon it will be, you know, other companies just spilling over because they're not. Right, and as They're I mentioned, just not going to let this go. And, and and as I mentioned, there's just a sliver of us who have a, any kind of real exposure in Bitcoin and the likes. And like I said, you get way wider spread adoption across almost everybody's 401k plans. I I, I mean, the price is just so much higher. It, it would be similar to price moves we've seen with Bitcoin in the past. Andy, we're talking about $11 trillion of assets potentially chasing 21, potentially chasing 3 million tokens, right? Because there's only about 3 million left. Yeah. I know that $11 trillion is not going to go there. But I'd just say, I don't even want to use the 80-20 rule because that's too much. But if you had 40 million investors and you just did, you know, 1% of those, that's 400,000 extra individual investors that could potentially do dollar cost averaging every paycheck with pre-tax dollars into Bitcoin. I mean, that's, that's insanely bullish for Bitcoin, in my opinion. I don't, I just, I just like, I can't even, it's just so big. And the Gaines Nation, I still feel we're still early in on this. I know that Bitcoin's been for a while and we're not the very, very first adopters and it's come a long way and there's a ton of volatility, but I still feel we really are still 
early on in a space that's got a lot more room to grow. But Andy, doesn't it seem sometimes to you that we're already in a way too late for the party? Yes, or maybe there's the other side that where it always feels like, oh, we're so late because we've seen where it's come from. You know, we've seen Bitcoin when it was $100, when it was $20. Right. And we've seen where it's come from and we've watched it for years but still, we're in a small percentage of people who actually, I mean, it's growing, and, and, and the latest news even speaks to that. But we're still, I, I feel, when you look at the total global population, I still think we are early in, in crypto and even Bitcoin, which has been out there for a long time. One thing I wanted to kind of shift to is getting exposure to Bitcoin. So this could be on the way. You're, you you could get this through your 401k. You, your, your employer may even be matching these investments, as we've just talked about what Fidelity has done. But, um, you know, before that's even an option, let's talk about, you know, remind people of how we're getting exposure. There's two ways that I use Bitcoin. I, I go through a trading platform called eToro, and that's where I can actually get my hands on physical Bitcoin. I also use Robinhood, which it enables me to trade it. So those are two platforms I use, eToro and, and Robinhood. And of course, you can have a wallet, and we've talked about that in the past, like mm-hmm. in the case where I would, if I bought on eToro, which I can get my hands on the actual Bitcoin itself. I can transfer it to a wallet, and then I can have the actual Bitcoin on a wallet as well. Um, so there's there's a couple ways of going about doing this, and we've talked about this in the past. There's different risks that are involved here. But let's start with the various places that you can uh, trade this. Bill, let's start with the wallet, since that's the the basics and probably the most complicated and probably the highest risk. So start there, as, and then we'll go on through like a Toro and some of these other accounts, and then we'll talk about Robinhood and, and, and where you could just, just straight trade it. So let's start with the wallet. Sure. Explain that. Well, you know, it just all depends on how much self-sovereignty you want in the ownership of your Bitcoin and how tech-savvy you are in a way. So with wallets, you have to use your smartphone. Typically, you'll use a smartphone and you'll download an app, which is a Bitcoin wallet. It could be, um, you know, it could be there's there's just dozens of wallets that, you know, people can use. You can use a strike app wallet. You can use the um, uh, trust wallet. You can use, you know, any virtually any kind of Bitcoin wallet that you can find. Uh, And how, how do people find these? Remind them. Yeah, just go to your uh, Google Play Store or your Apple, uh, the Apple Store, iTunes Store, uh, not the iTunes Store, the uh, yeah, the iStore, right? Is that what it is? I don't have a, I'm not a, an Apple user, so I don't remember the Apple Store. But you Store, go, right you go to you the Apple Store and buy, you know, where you buy apps and you get on the Apple mm-hmm. phones, also on your, on you, you can go to the Google App Store, any place, all the, all these reputable places that you get your apps you're able to, you know, go ahead and download wallets too. What's your favorite one, Bill? You can do a Coinbase wallet, Exodus wallet, the Trust wallet, uh, Mycelium wallet. All of those are are the apps, locations that you can download on your phone in order to buy um, to Bitcoin. I, I'm a I'm a fan of Coinbase because I try to stay loyal to the people that really brought this to the space. So I. I think Coinbase is still one of my favorite applications. So there's two things you can do. You can download the Coinbase wallet or you can download the Coinbase app. 
And again, it's just up to the sophistication of every, uh, you know, every person. But the Bitcoin wallet allows you to create that seed phrase, you know, so you, you, you create a list of 12 words that that give you permission and access to be able to recover your wallet. It should it should something happen to your phone like you'll, you'll be able to to do that. But Coinbase is a company that also is a custodian. So if you use the Coinbase app, Coinbase is the one that holds onto the Bitcoin for you, per se. You don't create a, a seed phrase or a recovery phrase with the Coinbase app. And you a only little, do it with little the Coinbase safer. Wallet. Explain explain that because that that is a little different. And when they actually hold it, I mentioned eToro is one of those companies as well where they hold it, but you do have the option to uh, send it into a wallet as well. But explain right. the difference between the company holding it and you transferring your Bitcoin out of like your Coinbase or your Toro account into an actual wallet. Right. So Coinbase is going to be the custodian for your Coinbase tokens and all your cryptocurrency if you download that particular app, which means that you log in, you have a username and a password, you've set up maybe a two-factor authentication, and you can buy and sell all the cryptocurrency you want. You connect and link your Coinbase account with your bank account, whatever, whoever, whatever bank you use. And you can draw funds, transfer money back and forth. And you can use Coinbase 24-7, 365. There's, there's no holidays, no days off, right? There's no nights and weekends with Coinbase or any cryptocurrency space. But again, they hold and maintain your cryptocurrency. And you can transfer it out of there if you want. But then where do you put it? Then you, you take one step up in your security, which means I'm going to transfer it to, say, a cold wallet solution. It means I want to take it offline. It means I want to have uh, self-sovereign ownership and control over that in my own, my, on my own device. Maybe I want to put it in a safety deposit box. Maybe I want to keep it in a safe place in my home or in a gun safe. Like, who knows where you want to keep it, wherever, wherever that is safe for you. Well, that means with freedom comes great responsibility. And if Coinbase gets hacked and they, someone steals the Bitcoin, they have insurance that will make you whole as long as they can determine it wasn't your fault for the Coinbase, you know, you're losing your crypto. But when you hold self-sovereign crypto, it's like holding cash in, a, um, you know, in your wallet. It's like holding a gold coin in your basement. You are responsible for that security. And it's, you know, it's got its pluses and minuses. Uh, like you, Andy, you can buy and sell all the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency you want on eToro, but they also have a way that you can get it off their exchange into your own pocket. Uh, you know, my grandfather and my great grandfather being, you know, Italian immigrants, they would they would always slap their hand on their thigh and saying, you know, you can't beat the U.S. dollar. You, you know, the money here is in my hand. It's in my pocket. It's not at the bank. Right. It's not where I have to wait, you know, from nine to five to get it or hope that the ATM is open. So. You, you can hold it more self-sovereignty, either sovereignly in a cold offline solution like a, a, a ledger or an, a, a treasure device. You can hold it on exchange at uh, eToro or using the Coinbase app. You can, if you buy it in your IRA or 401k, holding it with GBTC or BIDO, the ProShares Bitcoin ETF. It's the, it's the sponsor that, that holds it. Right. It's, it's and assumes the, and assumes the risk too, and you know yes. especially and assumes the risk. Yeah, and and that's that's why a lot. So for instance, you mentioned GBTC. That would be, you know, more turnkey. I mean, that'd be no different than you know buying a gold ETF. 
Uh, it's not mm-hmm. like you're actually holding gold bars. It takes the risk out of your hands. But I bet again, you don't have the same level of freedom as well to do with the actual Bitcoin. It's it's free. It's convenient. Right. I, absolutely the right thing for for many many people. I, I would I would say for most people. I mean, if you're really into this and and you're doing stuff with NFTs and and then you know then you're putting Ethereum in wallets and maybe you know if you're using. Bitcoin and and you want to you know have it stashed the seed phrase stashed somewhere and it's you know away from everything else that's another thing but I would think for the overwhelming number of people just get in uh, in something that's turnkey like a mm-hmm. GBTC uh, or even better yet like in my case just trade it on like the Robinhood platform or uh, you can trade it on eToro where it's not you know put onto a wallet so there really are a lot of options hey real quick we're going to take a break here so hey be sure to subscribe follow leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts and as always subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new gains episode drops we drop gains episodes on wednesday and friday mornings we'll be right back uh continuing the crypto discussion with bill uliveri right after the break Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, back with Bill Uliveri, owner of Seneca Capital Management in Glenview. The website, SenecaCapital.com, C-E-N-A-C-L-E, Capital.com. As always, Bill, give us the plugs for the GAINS listeners. Well, um, yes, uh, feel free to text the word blockchain to 22828. That's text the word blockchain to 22828. And uh, subscribe to our newsletter, which I put out 
uh, once a month. And then we also have a Spotify channel called the Blockchain Advisor that we, more than lately, we've been doing interviews with old CBOE floor traders, which is kind of fun. But Andy, you know what I think what I'd like for you to do is to plug your own podcast. You and I did a gains podcast on holding Bitcoin. Like what are the best ways to hold it in a paper wallet and an online, you know, an off, offline storage solution or on an online platform. And, and so, you know, I, I think that would be great for listeners to go back to all your gains podcast and, and find that episode because it was I thought we did a pretty good job with that one. Yes. In fact, you know, at the beginning of the episode, how I said in 30 seconds, ex explain Bitcoin. We actually did a 101 on Bitcoin uh, a, a couple months ago. So if you want to understand and get a deeper understanding of what Bitcoin actually is, we really boil things down. You want to check out that podcast, you know, Bitcoin 101. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, we also talked about putting it on a wallet. And we did a whole entire episode a gains episode on doing just that as well. And and right here, we're kind of tying a lot of the things that we had talked about in the past together, uh, you know, with being excited about this recent fidelity move. I, I, I just think that's just so bullish long, long term for Bitcoin. And, and, and we've talked specifically Bitcoin today, but uh, crypto has come as, as a group has come off those recent lows and, um, you know, it's time to talk about some of the other players in the space. You often look at out of favor and favor tokens and how they are priced and valued compared to each other. And that's a, a way that you often find value. So I wanted to kind of hit you up and, and, and talk about that. Um, what seems expensive? What seems cheap? All of it seems like it's bouncing off the bottom and moving higher. Right. So again, I, I, you know, everybody involved in the Bitcoin space, you know, investment advisors and developers, like we're all trying to look for our place in Bitcoin. We're all trying to find how we can take our skills and apply them to this new asset class, this new paradigm. And so I'm no different than anyone else. But so what I've been doing is using, you know, the 10 week moving average, using technical analysis. And I take all the tokens, say, on Coinbase, Andy, you know, they've got, a, they've got about 120 tokens that I have prices for. And I throw them all into this bin. I throw this all into like this big pot of stew. And I try to determine where are they on their 10-week moving average? Are they overbought? Are they fair valued? Or are they oversold? And every day I do a run. And this helps me make my uh, – when I, when I advise my clients on their Coinbase holdings – I do that part of my bundled services. So whether I'm managing assets for them or they want just my advice on crypto, I'll be able to easily and quickly pull up a page and saying, well, you know, I think we should sell uh, Monero and look to buy, mm, you know, Cosmos because they're on opposite ends of the bell curve. Or maybe, you know, we should be looking to buy TLT, long-term bonds here, and maybe sell uh, EOS or Ethereum because TLT as a asset class is way out of favor compared to Ethereum, which actually has held up pretty well. So the idea is to be able to compare different kind of asset classes on a relative basis. It just means one as on a technical basis stronger than the other one. And so I am, I'm looking at it right now. It's this beautiful looking bell curve, this, this uh, sloping, you know, it's got the tail, the tail ends that are very thin and then the big fat stuff in the middle. 
And it gives me an opportunity of quickly determining that cryptocurrency in general is about 35% oversold on its 10-week moving average. But some tokens stand out favorably more than others. And so this helps me just to make slightly better informed decisions when I'm uh, looking at what cryptos I want to take, I want to, I want to speculate in. Full disclosure, we were talking, I won't trade this time. It worked, <laughs> it worked out last time. When, when we looked at this, uh, uh, I don't know, six weeks ago or something like that, mm-hmm. two months ago, Zcash seems super attractive compared to its peers. And, you know, I actually made the transaction because I'm a degenerate. We all know that. I made the transaction for, uh, uh, you know, bought it uh, during the games podcast and then, you know, let it I ride it, wrote it up for like, you know, 15, 20 percent and then got a quick profit out. So um, that worked really well. No promises on that. But what's falling on the list on that side of extreme value in in the crypto space? Okay, on the extreme value side. It is surprisingly, maybe not so surprisingly. Oh my gosh, we got to talk about Coinbase. Okay, shares of Coinbase, C-O-I-N. We'll talk about that later. So on the far left side of the bell curve, you cannot get more oversold right now than TLT, which is the which is the the, the long bond, uh, long bond end of the range, and we have Coinbase, uh, Decentraland, which is symbol is Mana, M-A-N-A. We have um, uh, rally token symbol RLY. We have uh, also oversold is new cipher symbol NU. We have the Keep Network, Keep Network, K E E P, and Cosmos symbol is A T O M. Adam, like those are 80% oversold on their 10 week moving average. I think that those are really some interesting things to look at, as well as Link, L I N K. Um, what else am I seeing here? Symbol BAT, basic attention token. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's, that's a very interesting momentum. I, I actually hold a little BAT right now, just a little bit. But th- that's a, that's mm-hmm. an interesting token as well, and and that's one that I follow. I can, I can get exposure on that through eToro. Yeah, and these things move almost on a daily basis, Andy. So the you know the individual investor has to do the you know Kavad emptor and you know buyer beware because the goal for me is to wait for things to get really, really oversold. It's all, my screen is all red, red numbers, like the heat map. And as soon as one turns green on the far left side of the bell curve, that's where the big opportunity is. That's when we can now see a shift in positive momentum, yet it's places to the far left of the bell curve. So again, S&P 500 actually is you know, between 40 and 60% oversold. It is a positive momentum on the left side of the bell curve. Uh, Horizon, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, Horizon token, the symbol is Zen, Z-E-N, Link, Yearn Finance, Y-F-I, Y-F-I-I, which is DeFi money, Uh, Avalanche, A-V-A-X, I mean, that one looks pretty good here. Again, on the far left side of the bell curve with positive momentum, looks like it could make, um, you know, make a run back up to, it really hasn't gotten hurt in this sell-off, to be honest with you. I mean, its all-time high is 138. It closed at 70. You know, it was just $100 a token not that long ago. So here's uh, something kind of in the middle of the bell curve, a little bit oversold, that might be interesting to look at. And then you mentioned Coinbase, and I'm pulling up the chart right now. Coinbase, the ticker on that, C-O-I-N, currently trading at a, a little over $122. Yeah. That wow has that stock been beaten up? This thing was 
so let's just look like six months ago, we're talking three fifty. Uh, and right. the the thing that I like about Coinbase going forward is they're going to be also getting active in the NFT space. And Andy, that's why yeah. I am so insanely bullish on Coinbase. Yeah. In full yeah. disclosure, I own it personally, and I own it for about half of our clients. And hey, we've gotten beat up. I mean, we are we've got a bloody nose on this one. But first of all. They have more than 90 million users and subscribers to the platform. That's three times the, what Binance has. Brian Armstrong, who's the CEO of Coinbase, he has been, again, an early adopter in this space. They're getting into non-fungible tokens, which means that they're just opening up 3 million people on their wait list, 3 million users I, to be able to buy and sell additional non-fungible tokens on their platform. I mean, that's staggering because just that list of people that are, are, are waiting for this is bigger than like your entire open sea, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And I, so it just exactly. shows you like you're, this is again, another example of introducing this to a much wider audience, which is going to, I think, push a lot of NFTs. That's why I'm kind of bullish on, on the right NFTs with the right community. But again, mm-hmm. and, and then hence, because Coinbase is getting into this space and there are a ton of people where once it's on Coinbase, you know, they haven't been active in NFTs yet, but once it gets on their platform, such a big one and, and, and one that's well known more so than say OpenSea and some of these others. Right. I mean, just think about what that does for the NFT market and what that's going to do for Coinbase profitability. So, I mean, I think Coinbase has a lot of good things going for it because, one, you and I both are concerned about the regulatory environment that we find ourselves in. We have President Biden signing an executive order that wants to discuss and figure out a way of, you know, not stifling. Like, we don't want to stifle cryptocurrency innovation, but we still want to be able to protect investors and make sure that there's a regulatory framework. Coinbase is very open. Uh, to complying with regulations. They're very, you know, KYC, know your clients, or AML, anti-money laundering, which should, you know, support and propel them in the the community. Two, they don't really offer any kind of high complex leverage derivatives. Like, it's just pure NFT. Some of these exchanges permit you to have like 10 times leverage, 25 times leverage, like kind of creepy stuff that, you know, I I think your average investor shouldn't get involved with. And thirdly, they've, you know, they've got like analysts are suspecting there might get, you know, $10 billion in revenue, which is, you know, like $6, you know, their EPS earnings per share is around five seventy-five dollars per share. Uh, it's up from, you know, maybe $7.5 billion in earnings from the year before. It's trading at a P.E. ratio of like eight. Okay. So think of, think of this, Andy, their, their price earnings ratio is lower it's it's lower than most value stocks that are out there. So it's gotten so beaten up. Uh, To me, fair value is like $180 to $220 a share. Right now it's trading, you know, it just traded down to 110 or 114 the other day in the sell-off. Growth is oversold, grossly oversold. Oh, yeah. It's an asset class compared to value. It's just, just, in my opinion, you got to, you're still going to have to hold on for dear life here. But I'm telling you, I, there are so many positive things going for Coinbase, for uh, technology. It's just, look at Charles Schwab. Charles Schwab is roughly, uh, spends around four or $5,000 in order to uh, attain and attract one account. Coinbase 
pays about $460 for every user that is on their platform. So they have one-tenth the cost of like a Schwab or Fidelity or TD or major broker-dealer in client acquisition. They have 90 million customers. They're getting 3 million more online. Their PE ratio is like super low. I don't know. Seems like a no-brainer to me, but I can't say that my P&L is showing what a genius stock pick that is. Growth, everything's been beat down. I mean, growth has gotten massacred. So, and in this kind of market, investors stop looking at what's behind these stocks and they just see growth and they're looking at charts. And when there's a ton of weakness, it's just dump everything. And, you know, that always poses an opportunity. We're not calling this the bottom here, but it's pretty safe to say that if you know things that are bought like litecoin base some of these other uh cryptos we talked about if they're bought at these levels you're telling me in 5 10 years from now they're not going to be worth a ton more Andy look at this price earnings ratios are you ready this is the value side of the equation pe ratio for clorox 74 kraft heinz 53 eltria philip morris 42 colgate palmolive 32 pe ratio hershey 31 coca cola 28 Procter & Gamble, 28. The S&P 500 P.E. ratio is 21 or 22, depending on which metric you use. Facebook P.E. ratio, 13. Netflix P.E. ratio, less than 17. Coinbase, 9. Like, everything's upside down now. Now growth is where the value is, and value is too expensive. Right, and we were just, you know, it's funny. We were talking three months ago how, you know, we were talking about lightening the load on some of those big high growth and tech names. We were talking about moving into some of those dividend areas uh, and, and, and energy and, 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 you know, some of those dividend stocks that were throwing off big juicy dividends at the time and still are of mm -hmm. course, but have, have also moved up in price. Um, we've talked about Lumen technologies. We've talked about mm -hmm. Altria. We talked about Exxon we're, we've, we've talked about all kinds of great names and, and talked about moving into that space. Now we're looking, and, and I'm right there with you. I, I've been really, as people know in the Gaines podcast, I've, I've been very bearish. I've outright shorted the market. Uh, as I mentioned in the last episode, I, I have you know gotten out of that trade and cashed in, and now I have some dry powder to start moving in on those names. Not going to hit the bottom, but uh, gosh, the price—I mean, just things look so attractive, and especially after what we've uh, we've seen as far as the sell-off over the last couple months. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm not saying; I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just suggesting that you know, investors that are um, following the mainstream media and and don't always get an opposing or contrary opinion because everybody is moving into inflation protection. Everyone is moving into. Um, you know, dividend paying stocks and things that are going to, quote unquote, protect against inflation. And I'm not saying it's not an issue. I'm not saying it isn't something that we should look at. But what I'm also saying is I've never seen growth as an asset class so beat up as I have now, other than like 1999 to 2001 or maybe 2000. And, you know, that 2001 to 2003 time period might be more accurate, Andy. So, but never a bad know, idea either. to to invest in a space that's seeing historical lows. Well, yeah, I mean it's just a prudent way of uh, of you know as, as part of being uh, you know the rebalancing your portfolio. I mean that's really what this is all about. Big money managers, pension plans, charitable organizations—they sell S and P and they buy stocks. They sell S and P and they buy stocks. They 
And then they do it the other way, right? They buy bonds and sell stocks. They're always flipping things back and forth. And so in terms of growth versus value, we have pure growth is down 23, 24% this year and value is up 2.28, 2.3%. So we have growth as an asset class down 24% and value up two and a half. If that doesn't reek a rebalance to a portfolio, I don't, I don't know what, uh, like, if that doesn't do it, what's going to do it for you? Gosh, it's so uh, refreshing to be positive here on markets uh, by seeing this extreme value. So as we wrap up today's gains podcast, Bill, uh, what's your takeaway uh, from our discussion? Uh, you know, Andy, I, listen, there's a lot of opportunities out there, and I love trying to undercover, under, you know, to, to seek out opportunities that are not being discussed out in mainstream media. And again, my, my news feed is just inundated with value as a way of protecting assets. And I'm, again, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, you know, if you're worried about inflation, you should be looking at, you know, the excess cash you might have in a sec, you know, checking account or savings account earning nothing. You might have tens of thousands of dollars sitting in a money market fund as part of your dry powder on your 401k side, which is okay. It's fine. But maybe consider deploying that or rebalancing so that you might just lean the ship a little bit into the growth arena because from my perspective, and again, if you talk to 10 different advisors or 100 different advisors, you'll get 100 different opinions. But I think you have to lean into growth at this stage of the game and just see what happens, right? But make the trade, manage the risk. That's what I like to tell people. I I love when you say that because that's what it's all about. Make the trade and manage the risk. All right, we're going to leave it there. Always appreciate it, Bill. We'll have you on again real soon. Thanks, Andy. Have a great day. Again, big thanks to Bill Uliveri, owner of Senecal Capital Management out of Glenview. The website, senecalcapital.com. That's C-E-N-A-C-L-E, capital.com. And as always, be sure to subscribe, follow, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, if that's an option. And as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new GAINS episode drops. We drop GAINS episodes on Wednesday and Friday mornings. And I will see you next Wednesday. A News Radio WBBM podcast powered by Odyssey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. 
Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.